Hello out there. We're on the air. Welcome back. Good morning. Welcome back to the daily Bitcoin journey. Actionable and logical discussion for Bitcoiners and for the future Bitcoiners out there. It is Wednesday. It is hump day. It is a great day. I got a fresh trim today. Things are looking good. It's going to be a good day. Sometimes you just have that feeling. You just Sometimes you know if it's going to be a good day or a bad day. Usually good days, but today's going to be a good day. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, Crypto Heathen. Good morning, everybody else. Even Rumble today. Remember to include Rumble today. So if you're watching on Rumble, apologies for yesterday. But you know where to find it. We got a good one today. We're talking about Bitcoin is good for business. What does that mean? What does that mean? I forgot to post this on Nostra. Let me post this quickly before we go any further. I'm going to skip the ad today. Usually I run a little ad for whatever's going on that day, but I'm going to skip it today. We're going to, we're going to save some time for Ethereum, the Ethereum bros today. <laughs> that time's going to be reserved for them. But Quickly, while I'm posting on Noster here, if you if you weren't in the business show yesterday, the Living in the Future show, there was quite a few ideas in there. So if you're somebody who's working a job, wants to get out of that job eventually, I would consider checking out yesterday's show. It's on, it's called Living on Living in the Future. Sorry, it's hard to do two things at once. Okay, that was a horrible post. Maybe the worst post of my life, but it's up. <laughs> so yesterday we spent about half hour 40 minutes talking about business ideas for bitcoiners setting ourselves up for the future so if you're interested there's a link in the description i was i said i wasn't going to do an ad but there's the ad go check it out you can watch the kind of the intro video for free just to see what it's all about and i think that there's even a, a free trial on there for seven days so worst case you watch a couple videos decide it's not for you, cancel it. But good info in there. So today, this today's show is going to be for business owners mostly, but not really. For business owners and for anybody out there who is considering starting a business and for anybody who's potentially going to be helping businesses get started with Bitcoin in a few years. So a little bit for everybody, I think, in here today, but we're going to start with the metrics. What a name. Gorilla Hot Tortilla with a bunny rabbit picture. All right. Good morning. Morning, Jason. Rock and roll is in the house. Good morning. Trying to stop Bitcoin from happening is like trying to stop tomorrow's sunrise from happening. Preston Pish, the man. Preston Pish is growing on me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Wasn't sold on him to start with, but he's pretty knowledgeable. I, and I like the fact that he's he lived in the old system. A lot of these guys who I listen to lived in the old system, understand the old system, and understand why Bitcoin is far superior to that system. And Preston is one of, the, Preston is one of those guys. Morning, Mav. Map 21. 
Good number. Okay, metrics. I just realized I was in such a rush to start the show today, I didn't put on any socks. Currently sitting at block height 831268. Nope, that's a lie. That's yesterday's. Currently sitting at block height 831408. <laughs> the miner of that block was F2 pool, and they earned 6.56 Bitcoin altogether for the subsidy of 6.25 and the total fees paid within that block. If you're transacting on the layer one network this morning, you're paying about 26, 25, 30 SAS per V-byte. So it has gone up a little bit since yesterday. We've had a pretty good week in the fee market, but she's rising again. Price today has dipped a little bit, but that's okay. We're not selling it today. Might sell some in the future, but we're not selling any today. 51,310 US dollars for one Bitcoin. Pretty crazy. Last year at this time, you could have purchased one Bitcoin for $24,436. And four years ago, you could have purchased one for $9,710. Moscow time today, which is the US dollar to SATs calculation. You, one US dollar today will get you 1,954 sats, which is, I think, pretty close to the actual Moscow time when that was first discovered. Might have been 1952. Anyways, we're close. Here in Canada today, 69,191. Nice. Musha time, which is the Canadian equivalent to Moscow time, you can purchase 1,444 sats for one loonie, one Canadian dollar. For a toonie, you could get 2,888 sats. Some good mental math there. <laughs> so that's the metrics, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut right into the next slide here. And this is dedicated to yesterday's show. We talked a little bit about Ethereum. There was somebody in the chat saying that ethereum gas prices were too high and then after i checked the comments and there was i forget his name but he was defending ethereum so we're going to spend a, about a minute here just trashing ethereum because they deserve it <laughs> so this first one this first one's a little bit more of a joke but funny so this is the ethereum i don't know what you'd call them users Nice little rainbow there. Got a spaceship, a unicorn on his shirt. <laughs> and there's the Ethereum roadmap. Your fiat into my pockets. <laughs> I don't know where this is from. I found it on Nostra, I think, but had to share it this morning. Good summary of Ethereum. But then the actual, that's just kind of a joke. But then we'll look at the actual. This is from... Fidelity, I believe, they put out a little bit of a document explaining the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum. And this was included in that document. So I think it's important to highlight this for anybody who's out there holding Ethereum. And I think that even though Ethereum hit 3000 bucks yesterday, there's lots of excitement around it right now. I was watching a video from about a year ago or two years ago. And the price of Bitcoin at that time was about 45,000 US. 
And the price of Ethereum at that time was 4,000 US. So don't pay attention to the, the Ethereum fiat conversion. Pay attention to the Bitcoin and Ethereum conversion. So this is some information I wanted to share between the two protocols. So first of all, Bitcoin uses the proof of work protocol, which is a big factor. Ethereum used to, but last year, I believe it was, or a year and a half ago, Ethereum switched to proof of stake, which is not as cool. The pre-genesis block supply, Bitcoin was zero, which means that every single Bitcoin that has been mined since block number one has been done, has been earned using the proof of work protocol through Bitcoin mining. Satoshi did not invent Bitcoin and then issue himself a bunch of coins. Every coin that's been mined, every coin that's been earned has been done using proof of work. Ethereum, before they started mining Ethereum, there was 72 million Ethereum that was dished out to the inner circles of Ethereum. Mostly that weird looking dude, uh, Vitalik. And I think the World Economic Forum probably got a nice little, little supply of Ethereum. The circulating supply currently of Bitcoin is 19,433. I think this is a little bit old. But anyways, it's close to that. I think it's about 19.6 million right now. And with Ethereum, it's 120 million circulating supply. The total supply of Bitcoin fixed at 21 million. Whereas Ethereum, there's no limit on it. There's no fixed amount, infinity. So I want to share that because that is important knowledge to have, I think, in your back pocket. As mentioned yesterday, I think that a lot of people get into Ethereum strictly because they think that they can get more for it because it's cheaper compared to Bitcoin. But they don't really consider these, the supply and the total supply into that equation. So that's that. Good morning, Daniel. That is today's why not to buy Ethereum with Jor. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's keep things rolling here because we're having uh we had a hot start. Couple things, couple things to note, and then we're gonna get to the heart and soul of today's show. I'm gonna take this off because we're bringing something else up. But the first thing I wanted to discuss was Jeff Bezos. Anybody see the news about Bezos? Pretty big news that I don't think should be overlooked. So Jeff Bezos, over the last two weeks, yesterday he sold $2.37 billion, billion with a B, worth of Amazon stock. And we know... Billion is just a word, but we know the difference between a billion and a million is basically a billion. So that's a lot of shares, a lot of money he got. $2.37 billion worth he sold. In the two last two weeks, Jeff Bezos has sold $8.4 billion worth of Amazon. That's a big deal. That's a lot of stock. And you have to ask yourself, I mean, first thing you think of is, wow, that's a lot of money. And then you think, wow, that's really a lot of money, billion. But then you have to ask yourself, why is he selling Amazon? Why would he be selling it right now? Does he know something? 
does he think that Amazon's going to continue going up in value? I doubt it if he's selling it. A couple of years ago, I think he unloaded quite a bit of stock. And at that time, he blamed it on a divorce. Basically, he used the divorce as an excuse for selling the stock because of the how the laws work around divorce and how payouts are made. But nothing to use today. It's kind of just being pushed, swept under the rug a little bit. So that, that is important because you, you have to ask yourself those questions. You have to look at things critically and ask yourself why Jeff Bezos would be selling Bitcoin or not Bitcoin. He's probably buying Bitcoin, pure speculation. But why would Jeff Bezos be selling his Amazon stock? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that, but you have to think about those things. If he had, if he had a good feeling about the next couple of years in Amazon, I don't think he'd be selling $8 billion worth of stock. Okay. So, but I mean, good for him, 8 billion to add to his billions already. So we're going to, today we're going to talk about Bitcoin for business. And I want to start the show with this because this is a clip I saw yesterday. I don't know how old it is. It's from February 20th. So yesterday. And this is Joe Rogan. I'm sure you've heard of him before. And he goes on. It's only a 25 second video, but he's talking about Bitcoin. So let's take a listen and then we'll discuss. Imagine if uh, Bitcoin becomes the only money worth anything. And then everybody's like, well, I don't have any of it. Mm. Well, your, your money's not worth shit. Mm. You got to get new money. You got to get money in well, Bitcoin. That's, that's what's going to happen. And then there's only a certain amount of Bitcoin right mm -hmm. like the bitcoin number is finite right 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 so like maybe there's no bitcoin for you right like, what the fuck are you talking about that's like, what's going to that's what's going to happen you just predicted the future joe imagine if uh bitcoin becomes the only money worth anything and then everybody's like well i don't have any of it mm. well your, your money's not worth shit mm. you gotta okay so he said imagine if bitcoin becomes the only money worth anything couple things to, to note here. They talked about what if, what happens down the road when people can't get, can't buy Bitcoin. So he's saying, what if Bitcoin becomes the only money that's worth anything? And if you really think about it at a deeper kind of level here, I think that it is a very valid possibility. And the reason I say that is because what, what's its competition? We're comparing it, its main competition right now, initially, is going to be fiat. And we know what fiat is. And more and more, every single day, more and more people out there are starting to realize the fiat dollar and how much of a scam it is. So as more and more people figure that out, they're doing everything that they can to escape the dollar. They're going into real estate. They're going into, not really gold anymore, but gold. They're buying land. They're buying stocks. But once they all, once all of those people figure out what Bitcoin's doing and how everything is falling in comparison to Bitcoin and the unique characteristics that Bitcoin has, it's going to be a big problem for the fiat world. And the tweet says, imagine if, and Joe said, imagine if Bitcoin becomes the only money worth anything. It, it is the only money worth anything. Not if, it is. <laughs> and I just think that people haven't figured that out yet. That's that's where we are right now. We have the money. We have Bitcoin. It is the only money worth anything. Now we just have to 
wait for people to figure it out. And he's saying what happens when people can't buy Bitcoin anymore? What happens when it gets so expensive that nobody can buy it? Well, that's probably not going to happen. As we talked about yesterday, you just keep moving the decimal points. So people are always going to buy Bitcoin, but I don't think they're going to be buying Bitcoin at that time. I think people are going to be earning Bitcoin. And if you think about it, what gives our currency today, what gives the fiat dollar its power? The velocity of it, people are using it. Why are people using our money? Because people get paid in fiat. Every day people go to work, every two weeks, they get paid. They get paid in fiat. So they have to spend that money. The, the velocity of that money is moving. And so that is what's happening today. But what when Bitcoin, the value of Bitcoin increases where people are like, I don't want to get paid in dollars anymore. I want to get paid in Bitcoin. That's going to start slowly happening. It already is happening. We've seen professional athletes who have who are very out there in the media and in the world say that they want to get paid in Bitcoin instead of fiat. So we're kind of already in this phase right now. But when the majority of people start asking to be paid in Bitcoin, that's that's the tipping point, I think, for Bitcoin. Yes, the big banks. Yes, the institutions. Yes, countries adopting it. Countries are already mining Bitcoin. But when the general population when most people start asking for bitcoin instead of dollars that's when this happens so i want to start the show with that today because we're talking about business today and i do think before we go any further here in terms of why bitcoin is good for business i just kind of want to discuss that a little bit further because if you are somebody who owns a business today what i would consider and None of this obviously is investment advice, but if you're here listening to me, then <laughs> don't try to sue me for it if you're getting your advice on YouTube. But what I would be doing is if you're a business owner, definitely start setting up some sort of reserve for your business in Bitcoin. Take some cash, whatever you can, whatever free cash flow that you have that you can get easy access to, figure out a way to buy Bitcoin and store it yourself. And yes, it's going to go up in value, but the main thing you're going to be using that for is leverage in the future. Because when that happens, when people start asking to be paid in Bitcoin, you're going to have a very nice fund to start with. Because every other business out there is going to, when their employees start asking for that, they're going to have to be buying Bitcoin, converting it from cash into Bitcoin and paying that to their employees. If you get ahead of that, if you build a little bit of a reserve fund right now, and you just wait for that day to come. That's going to pay huge dividends for you. And not only will you be able to save a lot in purchasing power, the leverage there that you gain. <clears throat> but you're going to be able to attract the best talent. Because if you if you have two businesses parallel, one business, one business, let's use a massage therapist. No, let's use one with employees. Uh, a dentist, you're a dentist. I don't know why I keep going back to dentist, but anyways, you're a dentist. So we have two dental firms. One of them is holding Bitcoin right now. They're waiting for this. They're waiting to use that leverage in the future. And one dentist does not. If this happens, if everything plays out like we think it's going to, which dentist, the one holding the Bitcoin, 
is paying today's prices for Bitcoin. That's what they're going to be using in the future to pay their employees, to invest in the company. The other firm who does not hold Bitcoin today, they're going to be having to buy that Bitcoin at market price for that. Use their cash, convert it to Bitcoin and pay their employees or invest in their business. So although I don't think it's smart or wise to invest all of your capital, obviously you need three to six months worth of you know, cash in the bank for any emergencies that come up. But anything above that, I would be holding on to Bitcoin. Not just for the value increase over time, but for your leverage, for what that's going to get you in the future. Something to consider. How many dollars is one Bitcoin worth? A lot of dollars and it's not going down. Lots of corn. That's what uh, Jeff Bezos is doing. He's harvesting corn with that, with those Amazon stock. <laughs> fast speed. I wonder what I sound like fast speed. I talk pretty slow, so it's probably like a normal speed. Rick, good morning, my friend. Smash the like buttons, everybody. Why not? It's free to do makes a difference and I very much appreciate it. And I appreciate Rick as well. So let's get to the, now that we got Rogan out of the way, let's get to today's chat. And I'm gonna leave that up as we go. So business owners, I'm gonna talk about three or four things here of why business owners should be considering Bitcoin. Pretty important things, three, four, three or four, we'll see. The first one, and I want you to kind of think about how everything works right now. And as I'm talking through that, I'll probably compare them myself, but think about how things work today. So first one we're going to talk about is fees. If you're a business owner, every time somebody uses your Visa card, your, your device from Square, Every time somebody uses that, every time somebody taps or uses their card, you get charged two or 3%. I don't know what it is, two or 3%, somewhere in there. That's nuts. Off of every transaction in the world, two or 3% of that transaction goes to Visa or MasterCard. And whose pocket does that come out of? The business owners. And over time, that adds up significantly. You look at, you look at a business, like a retail shop, or even online, like King Golf. I'm going to give you an example here. King Golf, our golf company. We were selling our golf gear into pro shops this year. So the orders are bigger. Our, our King Golf gear is going to be available in pro shops across Manitoba. So when I'm charging these pro shops for the gear, they're, they're bigger amounts, bigger than normal. So... What, what are the options for me as a business owner? You got check, you got e-transfer, or you have Visa currently. We do offer Bitcoin, obviously, but none of these pro shops are set up with Bitcoin yet. But with that, when somebody pays Visa, Visa, all I do is hook it up to the Shopify account. I set up a custom order for them, put in the amount, and Shopify takes, I think it's 4 or 5% of that. So even though they do absolutely nothing other than process that payment, 
from a $2,000 sale, they take about $150 just for processing that payment. I almost threw up when I saw that. So with Bitcoin, there's none of that. There's no fees. If somebody was paying your business lightning, there's no fees. And if there is fees, the customer pays it. It's about like what, five sats per transaction? So that's a big one. I think the whole world's been set up to cater towards customers, but Bitcoin obviously facilitates the customer's ability to pay in Bitcoin, but it's the businesses who are going to be the benefactors of this big time. Not, not so much the benefactors. It's not like the customer's getting screwed here. It's just cutting out the middleman there. So instead of the, the business having to pay Visa or MasterCard for those fees, it's gone. So that's significant. Two to 5% of every transaction every year, that's a big savings for businesses. So that's number one, the fees. Chargebacks are also a huge issue. Chargebacks, especially with online. So you can go online, you can order a product. It arrives at your door a couple weeks later. And all of a sudden you decide that, ah, I probably shouldn't have bought this. I'm going to call my master, my credit card company. I'm going to say that either I was hacked or I didn't mean to buy this item. This was an accident. So what's happened there? The business is the business has got that money. They've shipped the product to you. And now that product's there, you're probably not going to send it back. The business lost their inventory, lost their product, but, and they lost their revenue from it. This is a big problem for online businesses right now is chargebacks. I think it's billions of dollars every year, if not more, that companies lose in chargebacks. So with Bitcoin on layer one and lightning, when that transaction goes through, there's no way to reverse that. So for businesses, if, so, if you're somebody who's been losing quite a bit of money in, because think about how small business margins are nowadays. Everything's costing more to get. The inventory costs more to get. You can't just keep raising your prices to your customers. So you, your margin gets smaller and smaller. You're giving some of that money to the fees, to MasterCard and Visa. Plus you have dickheads out there who are doing chargebacks. You're losing that inventory and it just keeps shrinking your margins. So that's a big problem for businesses and Bitcoin solves the chargeback issue. And the other thing there is the delay, the time delay. So when a business accepts money for their product or service, that comes out of the customer's account instantly. But it doesn't actually arrive in the business's account for a couple of days. That's how it works. MasterCard, Visa, they batch their payments out every couple of days. And so that payment that you receive today actually won't show up in your bank account for a couple of days. And when you're trying to manage your business, when you're trying to pay your employees and, and manage your cash flow, that's a problem. So with Bitcoin, there's none of that. As soon as somebody pays in your store, you have that Bitcoin in your wallet before they leave the door. And to give some context here, just keep in mind here that in the future, when Bitcoin is being accepted by more and more businesses, businesses won't be using layer one. So they're not going to have to wait for it to confirm. They're not going to have to worry about transaction fees and the customer setting transaction fees. When it's mainstream like this, people are going to be using Lightning. So it's going to show up in seconds. There's going to be no fees. 
and you're going to have that Bitcoin in your wallet before the customer leaves your store. So that, that's pretty significant, I think. And why aren't businesses accepting Bitcoin yet? I think that the majority of businesses, business owners, aren't really aware of how superior Bitcoin is to fiat. And a lot of people don't have Bitcoin yet. So it's kind of, uh, it's coming though. And the last one here is that Bitcoin for business is a cheat code. You're opening up yourself to a brand new market. And I like to use this kind of analogy here. If, if I'm a Bitcoiner, which I am, or I hope to be one day, I hope to eventually buy some Bitcoin myself. But as a Bitcoiner, if I have two options, let's do hairdressers after our chat last week. If there's two hairdressers, do the exact same thing, give me the exact same haircut. One accepts Bitcoin, one doesn't. As a Bitcoiner, I'm going to choose the one who accepts Bitcoin. Everything else considered or everything else equal, I'm choosing the, the hairdresser who accepts Bitcoin. So I, I think that that's a big competitive advantage for business owners to set themselves apart from their competition within the town or the city. And even online, it's the exact same thing. If one business accepted Bitcoin and one didn't, I'm obviously going to go to the one who accepts Bitcoin. And even though it is a very a small niche amount of people who do use Bitcoin, it's growing. It's growing significantly every single day. And so if, if you are a business owner out there and you just slap a sign, you set yourself up for accepting Bitcoin, you're going to unlock a whole new segment of people who didn't give a shit about your business before, but all of a sudden you're accepting Bitcoin and you're going to have people showing up there strictly for that reason. Bitcoiners are very loyal, I think, from my experience in Bitcoin. Very loyal people. If, if they see that you're accepting Bitcoin and you're getting behind this movement, they're going to support your business. So I think that it is a cheat code for businesses to kind of set themselves apart from the competition. So not only are you saving fees, you're reducing your chargebacks, you're getting paid faster, but you're also unlocking a brand new segment of people who weren't there before just by accepting Bitcoin. And I do get a little bit worked up about this stuff, mostly because I just think that it's the education that's lacking there. Business owners are so caught up in their day-to-day, -day, managing their cash flow, paying their employees, training their employees, making sure everything is good, customers are happy, that they don't have time to think about this stuff. So what I want you to do, this is my challenge for you. If you're somebody out there, a Bitcoiner, and you think that over these next couple of years, you're going to be the one who's helping people, your friends, family, maybe even starting your own little Bitcoin consulting business. I want you to send this to a couple of business owners, a couple of buddies. You have to have some buddies in your life who are business owners. Send them this video. And I want to keep this video short today so that I'll actually watch it. But just send them this video and say, take a look at this. This is why I think that you should start accepting Bitcoin. Let me know if you have any questions. So now, in a couple of years from now, when they start looking into Bitcoin, who are they going to call? You. And that's kind of the next part of this. And that's where I want to leave this today is that if you are a Bitcoiner out there 
you you have to expect that over these next couple of years, you're going to be the go-to guy in your network for Bitcoin. And so what I would do is I would start thinking about this seriously. If, if this is what you want to do, start thinking about this seriously, figure out, learn how to set businesses up with Bitcoin, how to let them accept Bitcoin, everything that happens in that process. Look at BTC pay, pay server, look at the different options for that and really familiarize yourself with those processes. Then start reaching out to businesses. This video you could use as your first touch point with them. But start reaching out to some local businesses saying, I know you're probably not ready to start accepting Bitcoin, but here's the reasons why I think that one day you should consider doing it. And that day is not that far away. So I'm not asking you to, this is you still talking. I'm not asking you to sign up today. There's no cost for this today. All I'm saying is to check this out, start thinking about it, start learning a little bit of Bitcoin. If this is something that interests you, start learning a bit. And then when you're ready, call me. We'll get everything set up. Now is the time to be doing that because I don't. you're not going to come off as very salesy. You're just giving them some information and saying, do some work on this. I know business owners are busy, busy, but it's kind of up to you to explain the benefits to them. And something like this video, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer for businesses. Once they understand what's happening here, I, I think it's a no-brainer for businesses. So there's there's going to be a delay between you first your first touch point with them and them actually setting up for Bitcoin. And so that delay is going to provide them to learn more about Bitcoin, start paying a little bit closer attention to it. And it's going to allow you to learn how to onboard businesses. So if you're somebody who do who does want to exit the system, the current system we're in, start building in the new system. I think that this is one of the pathways to that. And I don't mind sharing this because even though I do plan on doing this with businesses, we're all kind of spread out in every different city, every area is going to need somebody to onboard businesses. And one, one last thing to consider there is consider the fact that businesses are going to be the people, the average Joe, me, you, I mean, we're into Bitcoin now, so we might be a little bit different, but the average Joe out there right now who does not have Bitcoin yet, they're probably not going to be using layer one. They're probably not going to be using hardware devices. They're going to be using lightning. And so factor this into your equation they're gonna businesses are gonna need some sort of hardware device assuming they're gonna have a larger amount of bitcoin they're gonna need somebody to manage that between layer one and lightning that's gonna be a job for somebody someday managing a business's layer one and lightning wallets and so factor that into it and start setting yourself up maybe you're the guy in the area who manages people's bitcoin for businesses. Yeah, I think that this is the majority of people and it's pretty sad, but it's it's the reality of where we're at. Things cost more. When things cost more, people have to work harder. When people are working harder, they're actually earning less and they have less time. They have less money, they have less time. That's what happens in an inflationary. When a currency dies, this is what happens. People don't have time because they're working. People don't have money because they're working. People can't do what they like doing because they're 
so caught up in earning more money just to survive. And that's not what we were put on this earth to do. You know that. I know that. And it's pretty sad that we just keep going along with this whole scam. It's what it is. I don't mind calling it that because that's exactly what it is. It's a scam. And so if you are somebody who, like I said, and kind of in the living in the future show that we do, the idea is not that everybody's going to leave their job tomorrow. The idea is that people are going to continue working their job, but slowly every single day start taking some of their time, some of their energy, taking it out of that old system and setting themselves up for what's coming here. Because you don't want this whole thing to play out, even though you're just holding Bitcoin right now, you want the price to go up maybe, but you don't want this whole thing to play out and you're just kind of sitting on the sidelines watching it happen. Why not get involved in it? This is a massive opportunity I think that we haven't seen in history before compared to the gold rush. The gold rush was similar, but much different. I think this is a much bigger opportunity. There's going to be more that comes from it. But you actually had to pick up and move west to go work for a gold mining company. That's how you earn gold. So the ones who actually succeeded in gold were the ones who provided businesses for the gold companies. The Levi's. I think the phrase is, don't mine gold, just build the shovels, build the equipment for them to mine gold. And it's the same here in Bitcoin. Set yourself up for what's coming. There's going to be so many opportunities in Bitcoin. And you have to be kind of five or five or six years ahead of it to be able to take advantage of that. And so that's what we're doing. Okay. Well, I'm going to leave it there. Tomorrow is the... What is tomorrow? Thursday. Q&A. So I got a couple questions in the email. Every Thursday, we do a Q&A. And with that Q&A, we just go through the questions. So you can email a question in, whatever it is, about anything. Bitcoin, preferably, but anything you want. Business, if you want. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. So you can either send an email to 88sats at proton.me. Or you can show up tomorrow in the live chat and ask questions there. Or just leave a comment on this video after on YouTube and I'll see it. Uh, what else? I'm working on, a, <laughs> I got something fun to show you guys next week. Maybe tomorrow I'll show it. But I've been working on a, an AI video. I've been kind of playing around with the software a little bit. And so I'm figuring out what to do, the best approach to it, how to make it better than it is, and the best way to to do it. So we're going to be talking about that today. I'm actually going to jump over to the Patreon. So the, the people who are in living in the future are in for a special treat today. We did a business, um, a business special yesterday, a bunch of ideas for Bitcoin businesses and businesses being built around Bitcoin. And today I'm going to do a part two of that. So I got six more today. We're going to talk about in depth. And these conversations are mostly designed just to, you can listen to it and hopefully something will spark something in your brain, how it relates to you. We're just going to talk. I'm going to give these ideas. You might pursue them. You might implement them yourself, or it might just trigger something in your brain and you go off and do something different, but it might it stem from this. So that's kind of the idea there. We're going to be talking about a little bit of AI stuff 
and some other ideas. So I'm going to try to do this properly today. If you're interested in joining Living in the Future, you can join as a seven-day free trial, I believe. Uh, but the link is right in the description here, the Patreon, Living in the Future tier. And we're hopping over there right now. So everybody else, we'll see you right back here first thing tomorrow. I appreciate you very much for being here, for showing up, and for joining in the conversation. This stuff's very important, and we're definitely moving in the right direction. We're, we are where we're supposed to be right now. So have a great hump day. We'll maybe see you on the Patreon. If not, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see if this works. Hopefully this works. Better check to make sure. I botched it yesterday. I was too busy botching things yesterday. Hello, Patreon. Where are you? We still live? We still live? No. Why is this not working? What happened? Oh, there we go. We are live. Are we? Yep, we're live. We're back. I don't know what happened there because it wasn't showing up. It said it was waiting for the show today. So anyways, we're back. We're on Patreon. We're doing a follow-up of yesterday's. Hey, we are here. It's getting nice and comfy here. Okay, 847. We'll, we'll get through these. Fairly fast, but I kind of want to spend some time really diving into these because I think if you haven't watched yesterday's show, I would suggest it. There were seven or eight business ideas for you out there. And today we're going to be talking about five or six more. Some of these are kind of cool. With, with these ideas, you can kind of take them or leave them. As, as I mentioned yesterday, what we want to be doing here is we want to start building our creative muscles. So every morning, what I would suggest doing if I were you is write down 10 ideas about anything. 10 ideas of new businesses, 10 ideas of things I could do with $1,000 that would earn me $10,000 next year. Whatever it is, just start writing things down, start writing ideas down because you have to build that muscle. If you don't build that muscle, if you don't work on that muscle, you lose it, same as anything. So as I mentioned on the show, I've been spending a little bit of time with AI. And so these first two I'm going to talk about <clears throat> relate to AI. And I think that there is a massive opportunity right now for people like me and you who are getting ahead of everything. We don't need to be scared of AI, but we if we embrace AI and we learn these processes, there's a ton of people out there who are going to be able to help out. So the first two here are going to be AI pictures and AI videos. 
So what you should be doing right now, if, if this is something that interests you, start doing some research on different AI programs, different websites, different resources. I'm going to be doing one on the show next week. I'm going to, I'm going to go through the whole process of what I used, what I did to replace, because we're, we're still very early with AI. So even though, you know, it, it works, everything, there's a video that shoots out. Some of the video is pretty uh, suspect to say the least. It's pretty shitty. So I've kind of been using my own videos from a different resource, replacing those. And I think that AI kind of just sets the template for you. So they got a template there. They got the wording, they got the voice, but then you can kind of layer on top of that with your own touch to it and make it look more professional. So I'm going to be doing that on one of these living in the future shows next week. But in the meantime, I would start looking into it if you have some time. So AI pictures and AI videos. And, and from my experience, this is what actually happened in my life. So I wanted a, a template or a thumbnail for the Bitcoin journey. And so I went on Noster. I said, can somebody design me an AI generated picture willing to pay in sats? So this guy, I think his name was Boston on Noster. He gave me a few options. I think he gave me eight different options from his software. And then I picked one, he sent it to me, and I sent him 10,000 sats. So if you get good at that, if you get good at, at using the prompts, at generating pictures from AI, generating videos for, for from AI for businesses, I think that we're going to have a, a couple of years here where you can make a lot of hay. And things are moving fast. The thing about AI is that it's just going to keep accelerating. So this is something that I would be doing kind of in your free time, see where it leads, if, if it interests you. But start uh, learning how to generate pictures, learning how to generate videos, and then you can actually start selling those, start using your services for people and for businesses. Because there are people like me out there who don't have the time to look into all this. I am now, but I didn't a month ago. And so I just said, I want a picture. I'm willing to pay sats. And I found somebody who was willing to do that for me. And I paid him 10,000 sats. So even though it probably took him maybe an hour to do, he values 10,000 sats more than doing something else. And that's something that we have to change here in our mindset, that even though 10,000 sats today is worth what? Five bucks. So he spent an hour. He got $5 worth of fiat, essentially, but he earned Bitcoin, non-KYC Bitcoin. That's a pretty good way, I think, to, to start earning some money. If you can take some time, you can learn about AI, videos, pictures, and you can start offering your services for Bitcoin. So that's the first one. AI pictures, AI videos, servicing people who don't know about AI. Because there's a ton of people out there like me who don't. I'm changing that myself, but I didn't. So you have a huge market out there who's looking for this stuff. They have no idea what to do and they're willing to pay people to do it. So be that person that they pay because it's not very hard. After doing it last night, you put in a prompt, it generates it, and then you can kind of tweak it as needed. And like I said, I'm going to go through the whole process ne next week for everybody to see uh, if you're interested on the living in the future segment. 
So kind of the next one there, and this kind of relates to that as well. I guess I shouldn't block the mic. Getting too comfy here. But th this one relates to that because how I found that guy who was willing to sell me a picture for SATs is that I asked. So right now on Nostra, I know that this is something we're working on in this community here is that we want everybody working on Nostra. Forget Facebook, forget Instagram, for your day-to-day -day stuff. We want people on Nostra. That's where we're focused on right now. That's where we're putting our time, our energy. We're growing our networks on Nostra. So... <laughs> I don't know if this is a joke or not, but it is kind of funny. Crypto Ethan says, my profile picture isn't a real pic of me. It's AI generated to look just like me. Okay. So I probably, I kind of read that differently, but I kind of figured that. You get, It's a nice, pretty nice pic there. But with Noster, you have to be, you have to be kind of paying attention to the trends within Noster. And one of the trends right now is the feature called Ask Nostr. So anytime anybody has a question, this is what I've been doing. Instead of using Google search, if I have a question, I just go onto Nostr, I type it in there, and then I use the hashtag Ask Nostr. And I think this is becoming more and more popular in this in Nostr. And think about this, think about the other side of this. So spend some time, click in the hashtag Ask Nostr, and use this for a little bit of information. First one, find out what people are asking. Find out what questions are people are asking. This is kind of similar to looking at Google Analytics in terms of what people are Googling right now, but figure out what Bitcoiners are asking and what you could do, what you could provide for those people. So find out what they're asking and you can either answer those questions if you know the answer, you could take some time and figure it out yourself, send them a good answer, and you're probably going to get some sats back for that. Anytime I ask Noster, ask Noster something and somebody replies with a good answer, I send them sats. So you could either answer that or you could start compiling these questions that people are asking. Start putting them into a little spreadsheet or some sort of data dump. Start compiling these questions because these, these questions have value. And that's why Google exists right now is because they've been able to go off the backs of us asking questions and selling that information to companies. So this, this information is valuable. So you could compile it, you could compress it, and you could use this info however you want to. You could use it to design your own business based on what people are looking for. You could use this info to I guess, sell to people. I don't know if that's ethical or not, but people do it every day in the current world. But you could use this info for many different purposes. So one thing, just start looking into Ask Noster. Spend some time every day. Just go through what people are looking for. And then you can kind of just see for yourself what you want to do with that information. Maybe it's completely irrelevant to you, but maybe there's something there. Okay, this next one, <laughs> this is just uh, an invention. And I'm going to just talk about these sometimes because I do think that there is a chance that somebody out there is actually, actually capable enough to do this. So there's these different inventions that I have based on problems that I encounter in my own life. 
And so this invention is a mesh top for a beer can. Not a mesh shirt, mesh top for a beer can. And the problem that happened that led to this is that every fall on the golf course, you got a couple beers in the cart and wasps, hornets, and other insects will crawl into your can. And I know lots of people who have got stung on the lips and the mouth and the throat by these bugs. And so if you invented something like a mesh that you could either put on top of your beer can or just a top that you could pop on top of it while you go to the green or while you go hit your shot. But there is definitely a need for this in the golf industry. And so I want to start putting these inventions out there because there could be somebody on the other end of this conversation who has a 3D printer or who has the ability to kind of design this and sell it to people. I just think that there, there's definitely a problem there. This is a potential solution. And I want to start connecting these problems and solutions, if possible. So that's another one. Mesh top for a beer can. And you can kind of go down your own path there in terms of who would be buying it, who would be looking for it, and what would they be willing to pay for it. You kind of have to do that stuff on your own. But that's the idea. Next one here is the Bitcoin loop. So this is something I just thought there's a there's a need for this in within Bitcoin. There's a there's a ton of different podcasts. There's a ton of different websites sharing Bitcoin news. But the Bitcoin loop, I think that there's a need for this. And what you would do here is you'd set up an email account. Go to protonmail.com, set up a new email, and go to all these different sites, go to all these different Bitcoin companies, and subscribe to their newsletters. And then every day or every couple of days, go through these emails, find the highlights from these, what people are offering within Bitcoin, and then set up your own kind of like greatest hits compilation of these everything that's happening in bitcoin and start creating your own mailing list from that i would be a subscriber to that so once again the idea there is you set up a brand new email don't connect it to your other emails because you're just going to get overwhelmed with a bunch of shit that you don't want but set up a specific email for this find all these different bitcoin websites products services whatever news and call it the bitcoin loop and just once a week, compile all the good information from these emails that you received, put it into a bite-sized email that you could send out to your mailing list. And I think that people would get a lot of value from that. Like I said, I would be a subscriber to that. Personally, I don't want to go through, I don't want to get 100 emails from all these different companies and I have to sift through it myself. If you could compile that information, it would take a couple hours every week but you'd c compile this information and you would send that out to your own mailing list. Something there. Something there. The Bitcoin loop. And, you know, you could, from there, you could also send out a weekly Noster post. I just thought of this as well as we're talking through this. That's why I love these, these brainstorming ideas and everything like that. But you could set up a, a Noster post or a Noster account called the Bitcoin Loop 
and you could just send out every time something that's worth people seeing, you could send that out and you could do a weekly report on Noster. Just copy and paste your email and put it into Noster and send that out onto there. There you go, the Bitcoin loop. Uh, the next one here is called, I called this bull run. I always come up with names for them too. Well, I don't just come up with the info. I come up with the, <laughs> the uh, names for them. But this one's called bull run travel. And kind of the idea here is you would set up your own little community, set up your own podcast, whatever it is, however you want to set this up. But bull run travel, you would explain to people that instead of using a WestJet credit card, like we do now, that's kind of what people in Canada use. I think in the US it's um, American Express maybe. But you could do like your own analysis versus earnings from a WestJet card versus ShakePay or versus Fold, I think it is in the US. So the idea here that is instead, instead of signing up for a credit card for your purchases and earning airline miles, sign up for an account like ShakePay or Fold and use them exclusively for all of your purchases, for your business, for your personal, and compare the two. Which one would get you further? Because with a WestJet card, you're paying an annual fee of 150 bucks. So you could actually charge people to be a part of this community, say 100 bucks a year, 50 bucks a year. And with that, you would be providing all the information that they need. You'd be emailing them different deals. You kind of have to be fairly active with this. So it wouldn't be for everybody. But then within that community, you could actually set up kind of a forum that's, that's lightning integrated. So if I went to Mexico, which I did a couple weeks ago, I came back, I want to leave a little review. You could just put in where you stayed, what the experience was like, any tips for people who are traveling to that area. And if people get value from that, they could send lightning. Like I said, this is kind of a, a longer, there's work involved here, but not everything is get rich quick. Because I would find a lot of value for that. And I think personally, I trust Bitcoiners much more than the general internet. Let's say that. Because you never know who's leaving reviews. You never know who's funding those reviews. But with Bitcoiners, I think you have a pretty good idea that they're honest somewhat. I mean, I'm generalizing here. But that's just my experience with Bitcoiners. So the website could pay them for leaving a review. And if other people got any sort of value from that review, they could send a tip or they could send a zap. You connect it to your Nostra account. This would obviously be down the road, but today you could start building this up. If you're somebody who likes travel, if you're somebody who wants to, you know, branch off and this would be a serious business. This wouldn't be something you, you just do at night. But bull run travel. And the idea there is that you earn all these rewards and during the bull runs, that's when you cash out your sats. That's when you cash out these rewards and you go on an extravagant trip that you wouldn't have been able to afford with your shitty WestJet card. And so that's kind of the initial concept of it, but then you branch off of that. You, you know, you, every different country you could have on there. So if I was somebody who's traveling and I went on to bullruntravel.ca or com, I could click into the, the country 
and I could see all the different reviews, all the different tips, um, things that people liked, things that people didn't like. And every time somebody left a review, the website would automatically pay them sats. And if I got any value from those reviews, I could tip them sats as well. So there would be an incentive for people to visit it and there would be incentive for people to leave a review. So that is bull run travel. You're welcome. <laughs> so even with that, with all these different ideas, just this is what you should be considering when you look at any sort of business. How could we do this differently using Bitcoin? Because these things already exist. There's travel companies out there. They're dying. But if you tweaked it and you involved Bitcoin, you involved Bitcoiners and you integrated Noster and Lightning into these, there's so much opportunity because there's so much more incentive for people. And you could use Noster, you could use all these different platforms to promote that. So that's today's show, folks. Um, before we go, just want to make sure I didn't miss anything here. Before we go, I just want to say thanks to the people within the community here who have sent me their bio, what they're what they're all about, what they're doing, what they're looking to do. That information helps me kind of tailor these videos more more specifically, uh, and it'll be much more benefit to everybody in, in the group. So I want to say thanks to everybody who has sent in their bio. I've reached back to a few people so far. I'm reading a few as well. Um, but this, we're just going to continue to grow this thing. It's probably going to be a slow process. But if you do have any friends in Bitcoin, business owners, make sure you send them that video from today. And, you know, paying five bucks a month, you're here. So you understand kind of the value exchange for this. But just tell them what's involved here. And just say once a week, you could watch a couple of videos here. This is kind of how you can start getting different ideas about Bitcoin. And the referral program I have, very old school, but if you do if you do refer, uh, refer a friend, a family member, a fellow business owner, send me an email with their name, say, this is my referral, this is my lightning address, and I'll send you 10,000 sats. So pretty easy to do. I don't think you have to sell it too hard on people. Just say, you know, right now there's a seven-day free trial. Go check it out. If you don't like it, cancel it. As I mentioned before, the, the bigger this network gets, obviously it's not going to be, we don't want it to get too big, not that it would, but the more people who are in here, the more benefit everybody will get. So, and one last thing too, this bull run travel, um, I've been thinking more and more about the Bitcoin fund that we're setting up for the founders. So make sure to include that in there with whoever you're talking to. Say that a portion of your membership fee, the idea of this whole thing is that you know, I'm not going to earn a living off these Patreon memberships. But the idea here is that we want serious people. And we have to have some sort of friction there just so we don't get all the spam. So it is a small fee. And part of that fee every month that you're paying is going towards a Bitcoin fund. And the first 44 people in this community are going to be, every time there's a bull run, we're going to be doing something with that. So depending on kind of how much we've made in Bitcoin, how much we can sell it for, that's what we're going to do. So it might be a trip. It might be a new watch, brand new gold watch for everybody. 
But who knows? It could be bigger than that. It could be much smaller than that as well. It could be a free hat. <laughs> but I mean, considering it's five bucks a month, small investment, and just knowing that that's the idea here. We're building this community. We're building a Bitcoin fund that we're going to give back to the community. And I think it'll evolve into much more kind of as we go forward here. So everybody, I hope you have an amazing day today, a great hump day. I appreciate you all very much for being here. And hopefully these are helping. Anytime you have any sort of feedback, any way I can make your life better, I want you to send me a message on Patreon or an email. And if you have any ideas of things we can be discussing in the future, make sure to do that as well. So like I've said three times now, have a great day. We'll catch you right back here first thing tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.